Hey guys, and welcome to the Tommy Talk with John and Hunter. How's it going, man? Going well, going well. Uh, I know we've been slacking, waiting for some news, but uh, we finally got a little couple nuggets. Hopefully, things are about to be speeding, or not speed along, but uh, things are moving, supposedly, if you trust Rob Manford, which, you know. Nobody does. Exactly, but. I mean, that, yeah. heck, there were reports out there that he was going to resign. In, in, in his press conference, he, he said he was optimistic while being while giving off the most pessimistic demeanor you could ever imagine. Like It, it was almost like an oxymoron the moment he said it. <clears throat> I, I got to say, dude, I'm just glad to be back. You know, man, it's been, it's been hard not actually doing the podcast, but, I mean, other than uh, – few minor things you know you we weren't really hearing anything yeah yeah uh, i mean one um, of which is i mean they've kind of come to an agreement on some of the uh minor league stuff we we've not heard a lot but there's a lot of things that i want to talk about because there's so many questions up in the air because of all of this and um like i, I feel like what's going to happen is we're going to get uh like a mostly cut off spring training like half of spring training cut off and i feel like uh the, the players and them they're they're meeting in like a, this weekend either saturday or sunday and once they meet it, it may not get it's not going to get the job done that first meeting but as like spring training starts coming here like they're going to start rushing to get things done i feel like uh i feel like we're going to get a full season I, i've seen a lot of people online this pessimistic about that but I'm not I th- really I think worried it's about happen. that, actually, man. Because there's too much money involved to not get it done. Well, I, what I'm saying is this: I really do think it'll be done. I'm really hoping for maybe midweek for there to be a deal to be done. I think they're getting pretty close to a lot of things. I think it might be a little longer than that, but not too much longer. And I'm just interested uh, for when that does happen. Uh, like the mad dash of free agent and trade signings that's going to happen. Well, I, and we'll get into this later because I'm telling you, yeah. I've been watching the Twitter feeds and everything, and I'm telling you, Braves fans are getting real nervous. They should be. Yeah. I am. I know you are. Yeah. I mean, even Snicker is getting nervous about this, but that we will discuss it later. We'll talk more about Freeman and everything later on, but there are definitely some subjects we probably need to touch on more. Yes. So Okay, so Manfred, we already addressed that, his meeting. Let's see, what else? Did he say anything else of importance? Oh, oh, basically, oh, yeah, DH, That's we all knew that was likely to come. So. That was a guarantee. Yeah, well, you would think, but... Yeah. Yeah, so baseball is going to be different from now on when it does come back. Now, the question I have is about the expanded playoffs. I know MLB wanted that. I think that's almost guaranteed. And to I don't happen. understand exactly why the players wouldn't want it. For for well, it's a better chance for them to make some more money because yeah. they get paid more. Yeah, but um, I think that's guaranteed to happen. Yet for that reason that you just stated, like more players getting to the playoffs, a chance for them to win, like you know. Uh, NLCS MVP, World Series MVP, you know, a chance like that, get bonuses out of the Because there is bonuses. something like, you know, there is something in the contract where they do get more money when yeah, they play. In but a they know playoff. that's a huge bargaining chip for the owners. They they know that's like something they need to have. So they're going to allow them to get that. It's just according to how many teams it will be. Is it going to be uh, 12, 14, 16? Like, I mean, I just don't know, though. But we're, we're already at what? I mean, but we've see. got ten playoff teams right now. I think. Well, and two fighting for the wild card. So maybe twelve. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to see sixteen. I don't want to see over half the league in, in the playoffs. Okay, so what, that would make one sixty-two meaningless. How many were in the playoff in twenty twenty? In twenty twenty, yeah, I think it might have been fourteen. Yeah, 14. I might be okay with that number right there. Because that was actually a... So, uh, okay, there was two uh, two added wildcard teams in 2020. So there's 12 in it now. And, and they went to there. what I like, 
which is more of a, you know, the three games set for the wild card. I feel like that's actually a better thing. Me and you've talked about how I feel. Oh like yeah, that bullshit yeah. Is but one it, game but what if you got to play a three game divisional series like um no no I like don't, what happened? No, no, I think it should be a three game wild card, five games for the division series, and then seven and seven. No, no, I agree. That's a perfect number right there. I agree. If you're going through the wild card, though, but uh, the 2020 setup. I know you had yeah. to play. You had to play a three-game uh, regardless before you basically even got into the divi- – or before you got into the division series. Except if you were the top team, I think. Didn't they get a bye? I can't remember. I don't th- – uh, who did the Dodgers play? Oh, oh no, they played the Padres, but that I think that might have been the division series. I think they played the Cardinals, maybe. It's uh, possible. I should remember that, but I don't know. But we're definitely going to have different playoffs. Well, and I still – this is where my opinion on this is. I was against the man on second. Yeah. But I'm only against the man on second in, say, the – Give it 12 innings. If you're at the 12th inning, you put the man on second. Because that gives you 10. I'll, e- I'll even go for 11. Like, yeah, I guess it's just Yeah. But if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do it in the playoffs as well. Can't be just No, 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 no. Uh, no, no. I, I, but oh, wait, playoff wait. baseball can't be touched no, wait, when it wait. comes to runner extra innings. I want to take that back myself, actually. I do want to take it back myself. Yeah, no. Leave it alone. But – to help the season go a little faster. What were you thinking of, like, continuity? Like, just, like, thing, you know, like, to keep things... Do you think there's a fairness in that? Like, if you're going to have that strategy it's in either, regular season Okay, games. let's put it this way. Because you would either, have a different strategy going into extra inning games when there's runner on second automatically. That's obviously. exactly right. Yeah. But I think what I'm seeing it as is it can't be one way. You can't just do it during the season... I don't know. I think you can. We just seen that, and I guess it does work. But yeah, playoff baseball—you can't touch it because yeah, too many exciting moments happen. Like that's what exactly you, you can't. But the fact that they do, they don't do it in postseason games shows that they know it's cheap, and it shouldn't be allowed in in real meaningful baseball. I agree. And there's a lot of fucking. A full, um, you know, regular season games that are meaningful that decide like whether you're there or not. So I don't know. Maybe not use it at all because I was against it. The past two seasons they've done it. Um, it does fast uh, fasten up a game, but yeah, I think the players actually might like it. Well, I'm sure they do, and I'm yeah. sure they like that. It, I don't so, like. I don't like if you're going to do a doubleheader. It needs to be not a seven inning. No, that needs to be a no, regular that, nine innings. It would be nice if that changed, but the players, prob- you, you got to think from their point of view, and they're the ones bargaining. So they're yeah. also the ones getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying, like, they're the one. They're the ones. They've got the it's their unions. So. Yeah, it's their union, all right. So, but yeah, I, I feel like they're definitely gonna let the owners go through with all that. They're going to have to to get what they want. Yes. And you got to look at it from this perspective. And we're talking about the DH. Do you think they're going to backtrack on how many year, how many years um, it takes before you become a free agent? I don't think Major League Baseball is going to give in on that one. That's a problem. I think they're going to have to for a year or well, so. May, I, it might end up being like four years well, until you're uh, – You know what? That's acceptable. Yeah, or, I, I couldn't I blame mean, five, that. Yeah, that's a it, long no, time. No, listen, five, a contract in, like, the NFL, their contracts are five years. So. Yeah, but you start making money right when you get there. That's, that is true. That is true. You should at least pay the minor leaguers a good bit more money so that they won't be. Yeah, where they're not struggling and, like, praying to God that they get to the MLB just to be able to make sure this time wasn't wasted. Because a lot of, those, takes players, a long a lot time. of those players are actually having to do regular jobs and then play ball. Of course, yeah. I mean, you can't live on what they're getting paid, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
I mean, they get paid almost less than I do. For real. Yeah, and they're putting in, you know, you're put. They're putting in a lot of work. They are putting in a yeah. lot of work. But the thing you got to say is, yeah, service time probably should be brought down by at least a year. Yeah, minimal, I, I would minimal. Agree. I think they'll. Year. I think they'll definitely do a year. I think that most they do is two years. I would. I would. But be, the, I think it ends up maybe like a year. I think it would be just less. fine. Uh, if they did it with, I mean, two years would actually be. Or fun. maybe, like, uh, how would you uh, combat the service manipulation thing, though? Because you could say, like, somebody actually, like, they say, like, they still need development. We can't bring them up yet. We're going to keep them there for the extra year of, you know, service time. And in some cases, like, they should be brought up and haven't, like, a. In Kelvinick's case with the Mariners. Oh, that was hilarious. They're pre- yeah, they're pre- he straight up said it. I mean, dude, that whole entire video was just... I, I swear I was about in stitches when I watched it. But, but okay. I, but it's messed up. My, my point, how do you address that without um, without the real possibility of, like, say a guy uh, should be about ready to come up and legitimately isn't ready or something happens, like, and you still say that's... Uh, you know manipulation when he shouldn't be there like how i'm I'm just i'm trying to figure out how they would manage that i don't know man that's a that's a tough question i mean i wish we had someone we could call on that one because i mean i know there's a simpler answer answer to that than that but well what if you had somebody that's not uh a non-biased person someone that comes in that is a good evaluator of talent and they were to look over the recommendation of the organization and make a decision i mean that sounds like a good idea it sounds like a good idea but but i I, I can't see that happening yeah i can't see that happening i yeah I mean, I'm with you. That's a hard one to put back. Chris Bryant was the big example of that. Yeah, very big example. Yeah, and I, I think I think because of what they did to him, they're gonna um, they're gonna try to address that in the CBA. Yeah, but I don't think it's necessarily gonna get addressed. I mean, he did get messed over pretty bad. But I mean, when you, when you think about it as a fan, like. You're like, well, well, yeah, I want to keep our players as long as possible before we have to pay them, you know, well, $30 there's million. Also, there's also, you look at how we did with Acuna. Think about it. I mean, yeah. They, yeah. You know, they waited till a certain point in the year to bring him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, for I mean, sure, for sure. Definitely, because you're going to, but in the end, they went ahead and signed him, and we got him on a good deal. Yeah, I, it, it makes both. you it makes you wonder because uh, Ozzy, I think we brought up before, before his. Well, uh, I he think was, we actually did him right, not in contract wise, but I think we did him right as far as ser- service time was. Well, I think maybe I I'm think not, both of them are pretty happy with what they got, but I do think that we got them on a steal. Anyways, uh, let's get a let's get off the, the right, semantics about that. <laughs> good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're straying a little bit. We are straying. But um, you know, I've been wanting to talk about some other teams that I, I've been looking at and thinking about a lot. Uh, Tigers, Seattle, uh, Texas. Now that they've got Seager and uh, Simeon, so yeah. Uh, what, what? 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 Where do you think? Where do you think? Especially if Houston loses Correa. Out in the AL West. Oh no, that's a guarantee. What, where do you think the AL West lands now that Oakland's about to have a? They look like they're about to have a, you know, a sale. They're going to sell off Chapman, a couple guys, at least Chapman, and like maybe Olson. Uh, and Houston lo- losing Correa. The Rangers might actually be able to. They got a really good farm system. They might actually be able to put something together and start within the next two, three years, be a contender. At least they plan on it. I mean, they definitely plan on it. Um, They signed a pitcher as well on top of that. 
in the same uh, John Gray. Did yeah. they sign John Gray? I yeah, they think, did. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, what I will say it feels is so long ago. Right. Texas with Gosman and uh, you know all the pickups they pulled. Gosman, he he's on Toronto. That's another team wait, to wait, talk wait. about. Toronto. Gosman? Yeah, no uh, longer Gosman's lives. now with Toronto. Yeah, he sounded like a hundred something. My bad on that team. one. Yeah, uh, uh, and Robbie Ray's with Seattle. That's why I, yeah. I like thinking about those teams because they've got well, such good talent look, coming up. Toronto looked good last year. Yeah, dude, it they was, are up and coming. And especially in 2020, when we played them a bunch of times, it was impossible to beat them. Oh no, they were just killing us. They, yeah, they sweeped they us like twice. Humiliated. Pretty sure they sweeped us twice. They did actually, but. Toronto was a very interesting call. The the race in the AL in that wild card was insane last year. Seattle surprising us both. Just surprising us. I was pulling for them. Yeah. And and you know I like the White Sox too and it makes me wonder I th- I feel like the Tigers are kind of on a similar path as the White Sox. They just don't have sw- like quite as much talent. Like I know you like but, the White Sox but my, I like their team. You like your, you like their team, and I understand it. But I'll say this: you know who I don't like. That's a part of uh, the White Sox organization currently. Uh, uh, Tony Larusa. Yeah, yeah, I cannot stand Larusa. I honestly, him being there makes me like that team less. That's I'm a, stupid. Yeah, but, I honestly don't know why they brought him in. But he's an old. School, I mean, um, and he, there's nothing wrong with old school, but. Uh, he, he at least still led them to the playoffs last year. Like uh, he wasn't as disappointing as we thought, but that's because of how much talent's on that Look team. Look at the talent. Yeah, you yeah. can't. But well, I can't. I can't say that you can't not go to the playoffs with talent. But well, and especially in that division, that fucking AL Central division is terrible. Yeah. And, but now since uh, like I feel like Detroit's gonna take over Cleveland's spot, even though Cleveland's gonna always have good pitching. That they have zero offense. It's non-existent. Basically, like the Brewers, they're the AL. They're, they're the AL version of the Brewers with good pitching and no offense whatsoever. Well, but outside of Jose Ramirez. Well, you know the the team that disappointed me the most last year was the Twins. They really, yeah, they really disappointed me. They really underperformed. Yeah, yeah, and Buxton, man, he he was playing like an MVP the first little bit of the season, and when he got hurt, it was just. Yeah, all downhill from there. And I mean, it, it was like us losing Acuna, but not stepping oh up. God, that was horrible. I still can't watch a replay of that. I cringe. Yeah, and uh, it, it was uh, Jazz Chisholm, another up and comer that hit hit the ball, and he just keeps going. <laughs> He's stopping. It's, it's inside I mean, the park home run. I mean, you can't blame him. Yeah, no, I don't blame him. At all. Can't blame him on that at all because that's what you do. Right? Yeah. Still a home run on the stat line. <laughs> yeah, it's still a home run on the stat line. But I will say I was disappointed in them, but very impressed, of course, with Toronto. I yeah. I, I swear I thought they were gonna they were gonna do it. I mean you know? I think they I think they should win the AL East next year. I just don't think the Yankees They have lost what, Robbie uh, Ray, but the Yankees are not the Yankees of old, my man. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I mean, they got the talent. No, just they bring on aging superstars and people like that, and they've got some young. Yeah, a lot of their home uh, is hometown talent too. Like they've got a lot of homegrown, not hometown, homegrown talent. But uh, like Judge injured, which he actually had a decent season, or Stanton did. He actually came back and had a full season for the first okay, time. But in what a long I'm time. what I'm saying on that is, if if you notice something, and just notice it, right? The bigger boys, you know, the ones with a little, yeah, little muscular, yeah, you're, you're gonna get hurt a little bit exactly. more. Exactly, yeah. You don't have that uh, that buffer. Yeah. You don't have that uh, little bit of. I mean, Chipper wasn't a muscular guy. No, I mean, I mean he's a big dude, but not muscular. But he's he was not, tall, and he yeah. grew into himself exactly. as, as he got older. But yeah, and he had the one major injury. Well, major, uh, yeah, and then nagging on and top then of nagging, the of course. Yeah. But the, you know, uh, but you see Judge, you see Stanton, they're always injured. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it makes me wonder what what they're going to do with Judge, like as far as extension wise. Like, um, I mean, how much he's going to get? Like, he's still a top. Like, when he's on the field, he's worth every dollar you can give him. Agreed, but you got to stay on the field. Yeah, um, I'm curious how many games he played last year. I, I feel like he had a he had semi a, he had like a healthy couple, season. No, he had a couple stints on the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has that every year. And yeah, you can't pay somebody three hundred mil, and you know they're going to be on the aisle for, for half several stints. Yeah, basically half the season. Yeah, and that DJ Lemayhew, like I see him, I see him coming back, like uh, coming back and being a good hitter again. And he was a good hitter last season. He just didn't have the power numbers. But those power numbers, uh, like Pete Alonso tried to say like that uh when there's a bunch of pitchers on the market they juice the ball so people are hitting a ton of home runs to keep their price down and when there's hitters coming on the market like this year they deaden the ball and okay i mean that makes a lot of sense it makes a ton of sense but you like they would never want that getting out like that would be terrible (laughs) but yeah I I don't know what to think about that. I don't necessarily believe it, but it's a possibility. Well, I definitely think that that's a very viable thing, honestly, because it makes perfect sense. It holds water. It's an, it doesn't seem like some crackpot conspiracy theory. It yeah. actually holds water. Well, it's coming from a major league hitter, too, that can, I mean, I feel like you can tell, like, the different type of contact you're getting on the ball and whether it's, you know, bouncing off, you know, the way it's coming off the bat. Oh, definitely. And I mean... But whether they done it for that reason or not is the question. Quite honestly, I, I, I do feel like it's for that reason. That makes the most sense, honestly. Yeah, it does. It does. But they could have just been like, oh, shit, we juiced them a little bit too much. Let's uh, bring that down a notch. And then they, it just seemed like that. So, I mean, that's a possibility, too. Well, that and honestly, uh, I personally think that uh, Rob Manfred, he, he is definitely a world-class jackass. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he's a businessman. He's not a baseball guy. He's a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. He is not someone that should be the commissioner. You need well, someone that has a passion for baseball, that yeah, loves baseball. I know, but you remember, just remember, he's working for the lawyers. So the, I mean, the lawyers, the, the, owners. the owners. So the owners basically decided, like, here, you're our lawyer and you're our middleman. Go, go talk for us. Like, uh, or go speak for us. You're our figurehead. Well, I know that, but you still need someone. Well, I guarantee you they the figured out by now that he's not going to be the best option going forward. Oh, he's so, definitely yeah, not. Yeah. Whether he resigns anytime soon, his ass is going to be kicked out the door. Well, from what I was hearing uh, on different uh, from different sources, and and it's not just one source, right? Um, he's the big problem in these contract negotiations, and you know that's that's what they're dealing with. If he seems to be a problem, you might want to find someone else to do the job. But um, we'll see if he resigns. I hope he resigns. And honestly, I think it would be what what would be best for Major League Baseball fans and players. So, you know, I hope we can uh, get this done despite the players hating him. Despite, I think the owners are actually losing faith in him. So, I mean, let's just hope everything is done in a timely manner. Um, you know, so we can get the season started. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think it will. Like I said, it, there's a lot of people that's down on that, but I think it will happen. I think we're going to miss a little bit of spring training. It's long anyways. Most of the games aren't televised. You can listen on the radio. But most of the games aren't televised. I'm sorry. I think they need to televise it, man. It's it's BS. We can't all make it down to Florida. Yeah, of course. But well, a lot of the games are just the B squads, you know, going out. It. So I still want to see the B squad. I know, but there a lot of a lot of times they're playing two games a day. They're not going to, you know, play both of them. Play all of them. 
but yeah but anyways man why don't we uh hear a word from our sponsors and then come back and talk a little more about what's going on yeah yeah got a couple more ideas all right guys we'll talk to y'all in a minute welcome back guys it's time to talk so um what was it yesterday i believe uh jeremy giambi not jason giambi jeremy giambi died uh you might remember him from moneyball he uh was an athletics player uh for several years as uh his career was fairly short he was uh known for you know getting around doing some crazy things in vegas doing some drugs well that's that's and um with him they believe uh, he committed suicide he uh, at the age of 47 he was a sad case man because this is a guy that had a lot of potential oh yeah he was he had the potential to be a great player yeah and and no he had and he had some good flashes in the major leagues oh yeah definitely 2001 was a big year for him yeah he was uh he had all the potential in the world but that just shows you that sometimes potential or athletic ability is not enough you have to actually hone your craft but also it's hard, for some people it's hard to overcome that all of a sudden you're a major league baseball player you think you've got a little bit of fame even if you you know you've just had a good breakout year so you know auto, automatically you're thinking about girls you're thinking about drugs you're thinking about all this stuff like a, a certain type of person the moment that they step on a big league field, they feel like they're gonna, they've made it, and they're gonna get, you know, yeah, take advantage of that. And it, it seemed like, it seemed like that was probably his mindset. I mean, who can speak for him? Like, no, you can't. He speak just killed. He just supposedly killed himself. At least that's what I've seen. I don't know. Who knows the particulars? But I, I'll say, I hate to see it. Um, you know, you hate to see anybody kill themselves. But, you know, I, I, I pray for his family. And, uh. Yeah, and he done it at, at his, his 47. He done it at his parents' home. So it makes me wonder, like, is that, like, what kind of suicide did he do, like, uh, for his parent? Like, I feel like there's more going to come out about that. But. I mean, we'll kind of maybe bring in a little more of an update when we find something out. But. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a sad, sad, sad thing, and yeah, there's been a ton of deaths in the MLB, or you know, in the MLB world the past year and I mean, a half, two I mean, years. Last year we lost Hank Aaron. We lost a lot of people last year. I mean, yeah. this is a, it's it's been a long road, but uh, there was uh, one other death that we uh, we needed to discuss and that's uh gerald williams he was a player with the braves and the yankees and uh he passed away the same exact day that uh jeremy giambi did uh there's been a heart a lot of heartfelt torn out from former teammates and Derek jeter Derek jeter especially yeah. and bernie williams uh mm-hmm. both have been really uh addressing that matter you just hate to yeah. see it. Fifty-five and forty-seven is really young to go. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you hate to see, like I said, anybody die, but man, that's young. Yeah, I mean, uh, at my age now, you know, I always think like I'll be lucky to live at that age. But now, uh, uh, but time's going by so fast that yeah, twenty years from now, I'll be looking back and be like, uh, yeah, that ain't been no time. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I was able to live that long, and I still plan on living. Like, time just go by, goes by so quickly. I mean, dude, it, it, it escapes you. It really does. It doesn't feel like that long ago we met. Yeah, you know, it's been years. It's been years. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, now I'm at nearer to forty than I am to thirty. Yeah. And yeah. Every time, you just don't know where the time goes. And I remember mm-hmm. when my my little girl was in my arms and I was holding her for the first time, and and now she's huge. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, like that, time is fleeting. 
Yeah, you have to enjoy really every moment. And you have to enjoy it with the people that you you care about the most. Exactly. But anyways, um, our prayers go out to uh, the families of uh, Jeremy Jambi and Gerald Williams. And uh, we hope the best for them. And uh, rest in peace to both of them. Yeah. All right. So what's next on the menu? You 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 know there's a few things I'm wanting to talk about. Uh, we've we've got the obvious things we could talk about. Just all star, you know, all uh, not all star. Uh, Hall of Fame elections. David Ortiz getting in. No, no, he, he never had a positive test, but uh, he was in like uh, implicated. Yeah. Now we won't spend a lot of time on this one because, yeah, we talked mean, about steroids. I, I'm sorry, but too much. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, we have really went into too much on that. I think, uh, I think what we really need to look at is Ortiz does belong for sure. Yeah, a lot of people um, do. I've got to say, I'm highly offended that. Uh, Schilling didn't get in. But the thing that we have talked about, and it hadn't been, of course, on air, is there's been a lot of discussion here recently about do baseball writers need to be the ones guarding the gates to uh, the Hall of Fame? They do not. not. Because as you can purely see with the Schilling (laughs) situation, right? Yeah. They're letting personal bias, right? Yeah, but like Influence. I told you, he literally said, "Take I me know off the what, ballot." People like basically journalists should be hung. Like he, in his case, I, like normally I would agree with you, but he he literally kind of asked for it. Well, he so might have asked for it, but, this but is, yes, he does on his merits deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. And isn't that what it's supposed to be about? It should the be, but there is character calls that they that they won't they want the journalists to consider. Which they even if he didn't say like uh, the things he did say, there's a good chance they might have took him off the ballot. Okay, but he, he, there there's also a good chance he's in the Hall of Fame right now if he just Would wasn't his mouth shut? wasn't an asshole. Yeah, I mean, just go up there, answer the questions they ask. If you're getting infuriated, just say, "Guys, I'm not going to address that." Yeah, you know that's th- the best way to handle it. Yeah, and they're probably scared to let him have a have an avenue to speak when he um oh, Lord, when yeah, he goes up bad. and has his speech. Like if well, it was if he was doing his Hall of Fame speech, let's just go with this. We're not going to go into great detail, but I will say this: Bonds deserved to be in the Hall. He did. Yeah, we know because that. and he, he was co- Hall of Fame and, before. And we covered before that, that, but. You've got that, and you've got Clemens, one of the best pitchers of he, all time. He, he was like that that generation's or that decade's version of Mike Trout, like in the first decades, decade with the Pirates. Exactly. Like a say, Mike Trout dropped off right now and barely played any after this. We would, you know, like uh, would 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 we put him in the Hall of Fame? Because his war is already up there at Hall of Fame numbers, but okay. if, if say he say he never was able to play another game due to injuries, how would we view that? Now, due to injuries is a different subject, but if you look at what happened in the case of Dale Murphy, who does belong in the Hall of Fame, he had a great first half of his career, two MVPs, all that stuff, but he tailed off. Yeah, because I, of I injuries. Guess, I, I guess my comparison's wrong because, like, I, I'm I'm discounting um, the second half of Bond's career because of steroids, not because I discount it personally, but because of the Hall. And I'm wondering how the Hall would treat Mike Trout if he had like that incredible decade of Hall of Fame numbers, and then injuries happen. Like, it, would they treat him like? I they think, would probably treat him better than they would Bonds. Oh, they're going to treat him better than Bonds. Even, yeah, yeah. But that and also, Bonds was a world-class jackass, too. I mean, he treated people with a lot of disrespect. I mean, uh, in the Giants there's a clubhouse. Few, yes, there, there's a few instances of that, but it's nowhere near as bad as a lot of people like A-Rod. 
Oh, fuck A-Rod. Well, I mean, I know, Excuse but... Excuse me, I shouldn't say that. No, nah, you word. should. Fuck A-Rod. <laughs> but... It felt good to say it, didn't it? But, yeah, um... But, yeah, I mean, A-Rod doesn't seem to care. He just wants to be in front of the camera or behind it on, on he broadcast. He's a prima donna. Yeah. He is honestly a waste of space. I honestly cannot stand A-Rod. I mean, I... Oh, don't even get me started on that. No, we're not going there. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so, but what I was saying about that, that was... Let's talk about the future. Well, because this is where I was going to go here with it. Okay. Was there is one other person that I think it is a travesty if you are going to let Ozzy Smith, you're going to let several other Hall of Fame people in, but you, you're not going to let Andrew in. You're not going to let the other Jones boy in. Jim Edmonds. Jim Edmonds. Don't even start on that. But I'm just saying. Billy that, Wagner. Yeah, exactly. Billy Wagner, uh, like, if you were a hitter in the 90s, you don't face you'd ra- you would rather face uh, Trevor Hoffman than Billy Wagner. Yeah. I mean, really. I think that they're also being too hard on the relievers. A lot of these relievers are shut down amazing pitchers that are just being kept out of the hall because they only pitch one or two yeah. It's unfair. But yeah. back to Andrew, the man, the first 10 years of his career was amazing. I mean, he could. But those amazing defensive plays that he had is what damaged his body and made the second half of his career yeah, like yeah. it was, uneven. Well, that and he got fat. <laughs> but that, that and he got fat. But yeah. also, I think if you hit over 400 home runs... I, I think there's a pretty hard okay, 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 so Andrew's career would almost compare better with the Mike Trout when it comes to the first 10 years yep. of their season, when it comes to being like the best at your position for 10 years, oh, actually, which, an, which Mike Trout's not necessarily the best center fielder, but during his first 20, uh, yeah, as far as like offensive, his first 10 years, as far as offensively and defensively, he was the best center fielder. Might not have been the best defensive, but you compare it all. And oh, yeah. Andrew was was that for ten years. So it's similar. Like if you cut both their careers off at ten years. Willie Andrew Mac- might have more home runs than Mike Trout if you just cut off ten years. Exactly. But um Willie Mays said that he was a Hall of Fame player. If Willie Mays said yeah, that definitely is. you know? That's saying something. Yeah. Okay, but 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 getting off the Hall of Fame, I I wanna I wanna talk about our division, the NL East, and and how things, like um, what type of moves do you expect to see, Mets, Marlins, Phillies make, and uh, leaving the Nationals out on purpose because they're they're in rebuild mode. They they've. Oh, they're definitely yeah. But man, they really uh. Even though they were in rebuild mode, they still took it to the Mets and made our yeah, road to no, the championship that much. Better. Hey, they got. Uh, I'm. I'm. They got two extremely good prospects that's going to further the way. Because I think Joshua Gray is going to be a their starter. They got from Los Angeles. He's going to be extremely good. All right, and so we'll have to see about Ruiz. Okay, but so anyways, basically, Marlins, Mets, Marlins. I mean, I mean Mets, well, Phillies. Well, we're also going to throw the Marlins yeah. in there in a minute. But okay, so here's where I sit on it. Um, I right there with you that uh, they're going. Uh, the Phillies are going to have to find an outfield. I think you're completely right on that. They're in a similar stance as we were halfway through last season. Oh god, that was horrible. But the thing is, the Phillies just have this way of, I know we always use the term metsing it up, and I think we'll keep using that one for the Phillies as well. Um, they got to go out there and find the right candidate, but they've got to learn to develop. We've covered that 100 million times. Yeah. I'm not going to get back into it. But I don't know who they could go get that would actually I mean, there's a lot of free agents chances. out there. That it's just according to, like whether they'll have have the time to 
do some due diligence and actually get it done right. Well, that and with, in the short amount of time that's going to happen right right when the lockout ends. Or maybe they need to hire someone who knows how to do proper due diligence and they might be okay. Their their organization is the problem. From top to bottom. And it's been the problem and they've known that. That that's one reason the te- like um that trade that they done with Texas where they sent Spencer Howard, their best pitching prospect, over to Texas. They've done that because they know they can't do nothing with him. They can't do a dang thing Texas with him. can, but they can't. It's all about... Or the Rangers can, but they can't. Okay, so what they need to do... They might as well trade all their prospects. <laughs> I mean, all their like uh, top-level prospects. And probably just get rid of Harper. No, no, the matters. no, because he's actually not getting paid a lot. We've went over that before too. Oh, actually, he's getting paid right. twenty four mil, and he just won the MVP. He's not their problem. Like, I'm tired of uh, Braves and Mets fans saying shit like that. I didn't that. say he's the problem. I'm and saying he's that not. I'm saying I kind of feel bad for him. Oh yeah, he'd no, be no, better no, no, off no, no, on another no, team. I'm going to say this. I used to hate him with an extreme, extreme passion. Much like I hated Machado until Machado did what he did this year. Yeah, now I have yeah. a I have a good bit of a respect for him on in that instance. But I used to hate Harper with a passion. I don't now. I respect him. I think he's an awesome player. He's less of a prima donna now, and uh, he's taking a leadership. And role. now that they've re-signed Real Muto, here, here's the thing though: Philly's organization they recognize the fact that they're not developing players. That's the re. It dawned on me the other day because we've always like um, joked about how they're trying to buy a team when you have to have that free uh, have to have that internal, you know, core. Yeah. But the reason they do that is because they know they're not developing talent. So it started dawning me like, of course. They're signing free agents to fill every position because they can't. No, they can't develop it, and until they find a, oh, they redo the organization in general. They will have to kind of fix their farm system first. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sure who they're going to go for. That they failed in their trade. With Ian Kinsler, they really. I mean, did. Uh, not Ian Kinsler, Ian Kennedy, and um, uh, Gibson from the Rangers. I tell you, I'd like to. They got them. they got Hans Kraus though, who's um, Kraus uh, Hans Kraus, which is one of their top prospects. So Texas did like a uh, send a good prospect back to him. Who knows? You know that may pan out for him since he's developed in Texas. I mean. I would just like to, honestly, I've got to give um, Joe Girardi some credit. Um, but he yeah. has at times looked like he was about to explode. Yeah. Especially with. Their bullpen will do it, do, do that to you. Oh, I know. Much like we always got so frustrated. There's but a our video bullpen, going our around. Our bullpen was beautiful compared to that. There's a video going around of all the. Um, Phillies homers last year that was given up in the ninth inning and it's like a six minute video of just straight home runs in ninth and just uh, ting home run next clip you know so and and it was like halfway through the video and it was like that's the 24th blown save by Philly this year so like that was three minutes in it was halfway through good well god that's rough man so once they actually address their um their farm system problems like yeah. atlanta has an amazing farm system a lot of great talent evaluators well, and a lot of people that can get the job done we're not even a top 10 farm anymore. system anymore but uh, yeah because our guys have graduated yes we've still got guys like harris and shay langoliers that are at, at uh, like in I'll, the top 100 I, I like and the seem to be uh, the who? What was his name? It was Michael? Uh, he was in uh, spring training. My, you talking about Michael Harris? Yeah, Michael Harris. Yeah. Well, I, well, there's two Harrises. Uh, Michael Harris. I think hey, both of them were I, really good. Actually. They were both good, but one's like untouchable as a prospect. I think, almost. I, and he the one that uh, it was McGriff or Grissom was uh, helping. Uh, 
he went through his academy. Yeah, I, I don't know which is which, I'll be honest. But I, I just know Langoliers and one of the Harrises are untouchable in, in our farm system. Other than that, anybody else, Waters, Pache, at this point. Honestly, if we, I don't if, want Pache gone. We, I don't want Pache gone because I think he can develop into a good, decent hitter. And he's obviously amazing offensively. We don't need another in, Ender in Ciarte. No, we don't. But um, Waters, I kind of feel like uh, his development slowed. And I can see us trading him. And if Langoliers is coming up, we're going to have to choose between him and Contreras. I'm sorry. I don't want to send Contreras anywhere. I like Contreras. I, I like Contreras, too. He's he, he's and, a good hitter. And I've yet to see Langoliers actually play. So, yeah, until but, I do. Uh, he um He's already won, uh, won awards just in double A. And I, I think, I really think he's going to be the one we keep because he's an obvious star. So, who did we get as a backup? I can't remember. Didn't we sign somebody? Oh, yeah, no, uh, uh, Manny Pena, I think it was. Oh, yeah, and I thought that was a good sign. Yeah, um, he he played some games for the Brewers last year. It's kind of like their backup. And uh, both both their catchers hit really well, so he done, he done well. Uh, and every single year when, uh, when playoff teams meet each other and they play, you know, five, seven games against each other, uh, you can bet that during that offseason – somebody's going to sign somebody from the team that they played because they witnessed them firsthand, like, a, you know, come alive in the postseason or something like that. Yeah. That happens a lot, and um, I feel like that's kind of what happened with Manny Pena. Well, so – Braves like, yeah, we'll take him. Now, I know we got, got off subject and everything like that, but uh, I'm going to try to get your opinion on uh, where you think the Mets are going to go with uh, bringing, making sure what happened to them last year doesn't happen again. Um, I feel, I don't know, I still feel like that when they signed Francisco Lindor to that big contract, that was just stupid. I really, really feel like there are certain players that do not handle the big city well. And I feel like he is going – they're going to regret that signing. Long term, they will regret it. Uh, I think he can handle the big city, like, mindset-wise. I don't know if he can actually play to the standards. They he will not though. be able to play to those standards. They will boo him constantly. Yeah. But um, but as far the, as the money goes, like, to fans, they're going to look at that and be like, holy shit, I can't believe we gave that much money to him. Yeah. But uh, – you know, to the owner, to Cohen, like, oh, that ain't, like that's it's a that's like him buying a painting for his collection. But you know, like, he's perfectly fine with it. So the fans, they got to look at it from his perspective. Like he don't care. I mean, he well, I mean, he <laughs> so, actually, yeah. I mean, but he's an owner who actually does I mean, care. He wants, and yeah, I no, like he cares, no, no, but he don't care about that. I money. like, I like him, and I was really interested to see how it would go because, you know, you had the Will Ponds. Who? Oh my God! They're, they're going to get better. They're going to be our our next. Uh, they're going to be a real threat. Well, for basically, us here basically, soon. it will be like the old days when it was the Mets versus the Braves. That was a massive rivalry. I feel like it's about to get back to that point. But do you feel like the manager they hired is going to get the job done? Uh, they hired Showalter, didn't they? Yeah. And mm. I have to ask about that because I like Showalter. I do. How long has he been out of the game? What's it been? Five years at least. Maybe I. I want to say it's about uh, five years. No, I don't think. I don't think it's been quite that long. Um, I know it's been more than two. He was Orioles manager. It's been at least a couple years, like at least three years or more. But I'm not sure. We're gonna have to see. But but put it this way: here's one thing that's that's good for the Mets. The past couple years, all they've had was one-year managers, people that have never managed before. At least now they got like a veteran, like somebody that they may be a little bit out of touch, but I, at least at least they know how to run a clubhouse. Okay. I feel like I feel like it was a great choice, 
I just, um, it's like, I'm cool with that. I know he's a little old school, but he does. He's it, kind of it, like Snicker. He he's I think old he'll school, embrace things, but he embraces the analytics. Whereas you have, like I've said, my personal hatred for Tony Larusa, but that's because he's a dinosaur and unable to yeah. adapt. And yeah. the top, I mean, sorry, the White Sox would be would have been a lot better off going with anyone else. Yeah. Tony Larusa may have even uh, screwed up your main your your main Mercedes career uh, yeah, after he, he hit that home run. Uh, and he, your main Mercedes is like a twenty eight year old rookie, a catcher that just came up and finally had an amazing year, and he done good. He hit a home run in a moment that his own manager felt was inappropriate, and even went to the. Uh, Rangers manager and apologize for his own team, his own catcher hitting a home run. Like, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, your put your your manager doesn't have your back in that situation. Hey, what did he expect him to do? Strike out? Well, that's that's uh, kind of goes back to in 2020, I believe it was when uh, Fernando Tatis hit that grand slam and uh, on a 3 0 pitch. Like, there was three balls. He was about to walk him. Bases loaded. And then they were already up by a lot. Hits a grand slam. And then Texas Rangers uh, managers, I believe it was the Rangers in both situations. And he got mad about it and bitched to the Padres. Tingler, which he's fired now. Uh, Oakland, they they uh, uh, snapped him up. Uh, yeah. Oakland's coach and Oakland, Padres did. Wait, 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 didn't Oakland's coach go to? Yeah, the Padres. Yeah, and so, so Tingler's Padres, gone. So now. they just basically uh, what did? So Oakland picked up Tingler. Mm-mm. Like, okay. Opposite, opposite, opposite. Yeah, Padres picked up the A's coach, which um. Oh, that's what I'm. I, I'm sorry. I know him, but I forget I'm, his name. At the okay, moment. okay. Yeah. Oh, go. What but, was his name? Anyways, oh. Tingler's without a job at the moment. Which he was one of those young managers, kind of like um, like a a shittier uh, Gabe Kapler. Which, by the way, and they look a lot alike too. Which, by the way, honest. Gabe Kapler, I've got to give the man credit. Yeah, I thought it, he it was, turns out it was the Phillies that was the problem yeah, it, the whole time. Yeah, it, <laughs> Who turn, it turns out that that man was uh, not as bad as we thought. Although some of the decisions he's made was so asinine, he didn't have any choices. He had a bullpen, bullpen full of bullshit, and that that was yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, he literally, literally pulled a oh, that it left me. Uh, Phillies ace, Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. Zach Wheeler. He's the uh, ace. No, that's the ace now. But Zach, uh, Aaron Nola was cruising against us, and he pulls him. And then that one time where he oh, forgot. Yeah. Was it him or was that Hor- uh, was that uh, Girardi that forgot he'd already done a mound visit? Which one was it? I can't remember, but I remember the Noah. Oh, my um, goodness. He pulls him, and we come back and win that game. Yeah. But but Kapler proved me wrong. I thought the Giants were idiots for hiring this guy, but he was he did a great job. Yeah, and he brought them together. And and that see that's another conversation too. And didn't Posey retire? Every team's got a good conversation. Posey retired. Yes. The Giants and they're an obvious obvious team to look at and look Definitely. for regression. So like uh, um, Crawford, I doubt we're going to get that Crawford again next season. We could. You never know. And Brandon Belt had a uh, one of the best seasons he's had in a long time, and he got injured right at the very end of the season. So uh, he might not come back the same, but he had a great year. I I, I expect them to regress, but well, who knows? Maybe. So, yeah, maybe they're rejuvenated. Okay, but what do you think the Mets need to do to not have a late season collapse again? Well, Degrom has to stay healthy, and Scherzer has to stay healthy. They're they're they they. I, th- I feel like they're going to try to keep one of them on the mound at the same time, but keeping both of them at the same time, they'll they'll probably only be several starts throughout the whole year, several rotations throughout the whole year, where both of them are both pitching at the same time. 
I just I that that really does suck that they got Scherzer. I mean, they got yeah, and I lo- I love Scherzer, and I nah, can't I, I can't root did. for him. Hey, I wish he on just, the Mets, I wish but. he just stayed in Los Angeles. Look, they they are getting significantly better, and and we can't just uh, we can't just chalk all that up to you know, LOL Mets because it it because, could come back. But they also started talking about uh, I, I'm pretty sure they've kind of. They've kind of fired a bunch of people and got some new hires. I, I think I think the I think things are about to change in Queens. Well, you know I I can't say I hope for that because we, and we've got to get better and challenge that or you know keep up to our own standards as the Braves. All right, and to keep winning divisions. It, now we got some competition. Good. Well, competition's good, but uh, I still want to win. And so, getting on to that perspective, right? What do the Braves have to do to uh, retain the title? Still be the champ? I mean, one's resigned. One is resign Freddie, of course. But that, that, there's a lot of different options that can get us to that place. Uh, Solaire, I'd like to keep him. Duvall. And I'm, that's definitely keep Duvall because we've seen what happened. Yeah, it makes me wonder exactly what we're going to do about that. Like, we need to keep Duvall. We need to keep Solaire. But speaking of it, the, mm. the thing that I was talking about earlier is there's an uproar on the Braves Twitter about... Uh, of course there is. A, a certain someone... Being on that team and Freddie not being signed. Oh yeah, yeah, for, yeah. If Ozuna, which it's not his, I mean, it is his fault in a lot of ways, but it's not his fault if he's on the roster and Freddie's not. It, well, that's no, that's their fault for not yeah. signing Freddie two years ago. Yeah, that's their fault. It should have been done. Okay, but another thing, like, uh, okay, if uh, Ozuna will definitely be the DH over Solaire if we sign him. Solaire's defense Duvall. was not as bad as everybody said it would be. Okay, what if we had, what if we had Duvall in center or Acuna in center? Duvall, Acuna, Solaire, an outfield. Right. But we need one left-handed bat there. That's the problem. Even though I want to keep Solaire, we need a left-handed bat. And if we don't have a left-handed bat at first base, then that's a problem. That's a big problem. Well, I mean, you've got you've got the switch hitter. And Ozzy, but yeah, but we don't even want him batting left-handed. Most we of the really time. don't. But you've got to find a replacement for Fred if we can't re-sign him. Now you've suggested that we cherry pick Oakland. Of course, but, but there's everybody's so many, trying to do but that. There's so yeah. many people that will be trying to cherry pick Oakland, right? So I feel like if we make that deal. See, right when the lockout ends, there's going to be a rush, and we're going to find out whether we keep Freddie or not. Anthony Rizzo, I've heard the Cubs are talking about possibly bringing him back on a cheap deal. And they might do that because they found out that they've got some players, after they sold their players off, they found out that they've got some guys waiting in the wings that's playing good ball. And then they went out and signed Marcus Stroman. The Cubs did, like, so yeah. They've got him, uh, Hendricks, who's, you know, he's losing a little bit. But my point is, like, they could go out and get a few pieces and be right back up there. Well, I hope so, because, you know, I love Rossi. Yeah. That's that's one of my... Uh, okay, but my point in saying that is, like, uh, once Freeman, say the Braves don't write, say everything ends, the Braves don't sign Freeman or, uh, you know, Anthony... Anthony. I wouldn't mind getting him, though. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, he can't... Rep- no. Uh, it's either Freeman or Olsen. We, and the most realistic is signing Freeman. I agree. Okay, so... Okay, here would be better. Everything ends, and Rizzo signs right back with the Cubs. Because apparently the Cubs have interest. Hopefully they do that. That way the Braves realize, like, okay... 
we don't have no uh, cheap backup option like we wanted. We're we're gonna have to you know just pay Freeman. But if not, the one reason I would like Rizzo on the team is because not only does he slot in for first base, even if he's half the player, he he slots in as you know the leadership. Yeah. And that's what we're mainly missing with Freddie. We can replace that production, but we can't replace the leadership. Well, as long and Rizzo has that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think, uh, but we we really have to look at it from this perspective. They they got a lot of goodwill with everything they did, with winning a championship, everything else, right? Bringing in the players. Now, people's already forgot about that. They're thinking about Freeman. Oh, I know they're thinking about Freeman. <laughs> that's, that's my point. Yeah. Is that they will be blowing all the goodwill that they made yeah. if they do not re-sign him. And, and we've talked about that forever. And apparently, I don't know, they've already screwed up. They've really messed up. They've already screwed up. So, Dude, I would have signed, after they made the playoffs, I'd have signed him. Because you know you had the payroll. I mean, uh, it makes me wonder if they actually are considering like a big. Oh, another thing they might could do is Luke Voigt is supposedly uh, possibly moving from the Yankees. Like, um, it, it it'd be interesting if we got Luke Voigt from them because he's a home run hitter. I mean, and he could play first base. But again, that's righties. We need some but more lefties. Not, but he's also not a three hundred hitter. Of course not. Nobody's so, going to replace Freeman no. right off the bat besides Matt Olson. I'm wanting Olson personally. Rizzo I'll take. But I want Freeman back, really. We all do. Yeah. I, I think I'm think um, I'm I'm stuck between believing that the lockout uh, stops us or, like, stops us from getting Freeman or helps us from getting Freeman. Because there's a chance that he just panicked, like, comes back and signs with us to make sure he's going to play next season. That's true. That's true. And especially if if the lockout doesn't end until halfway through spring training, but they plan on getting like plan on getting things going. Yeah. And I'm sure teams have all talked with him. I mean, I know it's not allowed, but I know that's happened. And that always goes on in the back end. Yeah. You know that. But I don't know. I I want to see him resigned, but if we can't, Olsen or Rizzo. Yeah, and Olsen or Rizzo, that's like that's like saying a dollar or fifty cent. But we also really do have to resign Solaire and Duvall. Yeah. Would I like to have Jock Tober back? Or, or Eddie and Sol- uh, and Solaire and you put next year you put Acuna in center field. Which, with, not with his leg, I wouldn't put him in center. No. And that's another thing. We're going to want him to come back as soon as possible, but we can't do a Mike Soroka. Like, Dude. We can't have that happen again. What do you think with Soroka? What's our – what is the best possibility here? I think – I think The he, possible scenario. Like, I think he comes back, and he's going to pitch uh, here. I think he's going to come back and pitch, pitch around halfway through the season. I just uh, – we don't know how effective he's well, going to be. Well, don't know what to expect from that kind of injury. Yeah. And I'm really it's, hoping they'll be hoping very cautious nag. with it. Yeah. I mean, it already has nagged. But hope, oh, it uh, nagged, hope. all right. But it, it'll be a bad sign if, he's, if he starts back pitching and is immediately, you, you know, after a couple months you start to see problems with it again. That'll be bad. And it would be a shame to, you I, know, waste Mike Soroka. God, it really would. But we did, uh, in hindsight, get him back on the mound pitching in games pretty quickly after what what he went through. But with these kinds of injuries, you just never know. It's not a we we, we like to think sign. he's young, like he's gonna like he's young. He's gonna heal back from it quick, and it'll be fine. And that's what we'd like to think with Acuna too. But we just with Acuna, we have to make sure we got to make sure he, he's too valuable to yeah to fast track. Yeah. Well, and it's going to come down, like I said, if we get Freeman back, if we if, if we got first base locked down, and we you know sign guys like Slayer and Duvall, uh, we'll we'll be fine to keep Acuna down for a little bit. 
uh, into the season before we bring him back. But if not, it'll be a different story. Well, so this is where I'm going to go with it. We've discussed our division. We've discussed our team. Yeah. And there's so much more for us to cover. So why don't we just call this what it is, a part one, a part two. All right. And, that sounds uh, good. So, dude, it's been great getting back with you. This has been fun. I missed it. So Yeah. Uh, you, you guys, I promise you, the actual podcast goes goes on in between actually recording it. For whatever reason, we, we talk like normal people then, and the point gets across. And, it, and then we get to the podcast, and I, or at least me. I, I feel like a robot talking on here. <laughs> but anyways I don't know either way man I've had a good time <laughs> me and, too man and we'll be back within the next day or so of part two alright guys well hopefully you guys enjoy and we will talk to you later peace out